From WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR, this is Capital Notes, a podcast about Wisconsin politics and politicians. I'm Marty Michelson. Each week, I discuss noteworthy developments with J.R. Ross, editor of WISPolitics.com. Here's our latest conversation. So, JR, lawmakers at the state capitol got back to business last week after the holiday break. One item they took up, a committee made up of Republicans and Democrats met with state elections officials to decide which candidates to place on the April 7th presidential primary ballot. Republican committee members submitted only President Trump's name. It was approved by unanimous vote. So if you're a Republican in Wisconsin, your only choice is Trump in April. Why did they put only Trump's name on the primary ballot? Well, the argument that we heard from Republicans was that the others who looked at running or talked about running or mounted some kind of campaign, former Massachusetts Governor Bill Weld, former Illinois Congressman Joe Walsh, they haven't really been active or had a real presence in Wisconsin. Now, there still is an avenue for those guys to get on the ballot. It's a difficult one. They'd have to collect 8,000 signatures, including 1,000 from each of the eight congressional districts, over about a three-week period ends in late January. To give you a comparison, for a typical statewide candidate, like for governor, state Supreme Court, that kind of thing, they have six weeks to gather 2,000 signatures. So it's a much higher bar, much shorter window. So it's probably not a realistic option for these guys because they don't have really viable campaigns in Wisconsin. Now, um, the argument from Republicans was that this really They hadn't shown any real infrastructure here or any real presence. They hadn't really been doing anything in Wisconsin, so there wasn't really a point. It's an interesting note. There's an argument that I had heard kind of weeks leading up to this that it might be a good idea for Republicans to have a primary now. There are other states where Republican parties cancel their primaries, arguing that President Trump is so overwhelmingly popular that there was no point because he was just going to win anyway. Critics say they're trying to shield the president from a poor showing. So, for example, you know, the president often brags that he's got a 95% approval rating from Republicans in various polls. If he were to get 75 or 80% of the vote in a primary, you know, maybe it looks bad. Uh, we'll see. There are also people who believe that there will be voters who turn out for President Trump on April no matter what just because they want to show their support for him, possibly. But the decision about the ballot, I guess the point I'm trying to make, is that the decision about the primary also has an impact on the ballot in general, or could, in terms of what turnout's going to look like on April 7th for Republicans. Also last week, some Republican lawmakers are again trying to make English the official language in Wisconsin. Three senators are circulating a bill that would require all state and local governments to write all their documents in English. They say that English proficiency is vital and immigrants who understand English have a better chance of finding a job. Two of the senators sponsored the same bill in 2013 when they were in the Assembly, but it didn't go anywhere. Are you surprised that this has come up again, and do you think it has a better chance this time? Uh, If it didn't pass when Republicans had unit control of the Capitol, i.e. the Assembly, the Senate, and the Governor's office, it's likely not going to happen when you have Republicans controlling the legislature and Democratic Governor Tony Evers in the East Wing. For one, they, they didn't really advance the bill when they had Republicans in charge. Two... It's a very narrow window this spring that they're going to be meeting. Um, There's some expectation that the legislation will be done by the end of February or early March at the latest. There are not many days. They're going to be on the floor. So I don't know if this is going to be a lot of legs at this point in the session. In another development, Governor Tony Evers and Democratic lawmakers have introduced a series of proposals designed to reduce overcrowding at prisons. The state's prison population is expected to reach 25,000 inmates by next year, and Evers campaigned on a promise to cut the number in half. But with a Republican-controlled legislature, will these proposals go anywhere? 
uh, again, it's one of those ones that's it's a little too early to tell because we are late in the session. Uh, now, that might seem kind of odd to say because it's only January and it's a two-year session, but the reality is the calendar is shortened for the legislature in recent years because the primary in the fall is now in August, not September like it was some years ago. It's compressed everything. Lawmakers want to get out of the building and off the campaign trail, again, collecting signatures for the their nomination papers, those kinds of things. So it, you talk about just the dynamic in the Capitol of you know split control. Um, you haven't seen much cooperation in the Capitol over the course of this session on big ticket items. Now, lots of bills have passed with bipartisan votes, but I'm talking big ticket items. There hasn't been a lot of agreement on those things, and it's just a tight window. It's it's not clear yet where this is going to go or how far it'll get in the session. It could be a multiple session effort with the foundation now and come back and pass it down the road. And finally, longtime Democratic State Senator Dave Hansen of Green Bay has decided not to seek re-election this fall. Republicans currently hold a 19 to 14 majority in the Senate. And the seat is located in an area that President Trump won by an 11-point margin in 2016. It's expected to be a competitive race. So who's all said so far that they're considering a run? Well, Eric Wimberger lost to Dave Hansen in 2016 uh, when Hansen got 50% of the vote. He's already registered to run, but um, we expect other Republicans to at least kick the tires on a bid because the dynamic has changed. Dave Hansen was somebody who regularly out from the top of the ticket in that district. Um, like I said, he got 52% in 2016. That's the same mark that President Trump hit in beating, beating Hillary Clinton by le- almost 11 points in that district. So he had this crossover appeal. It remains to be seen if Democrats can find somebody else like that. Um, also, they lost one possible bench uh, person who could have been you know, a, a possible candidate with the sexual harassment complaint that was verified against Stosh Krasinski. He's a freshman state representative from Green Bay, a Democrat. Democrats tell me he's not a viable candidate for a race like this with that kind of complaint that was verified against him. They even question if he can continue in his assembly seat, period. So they're trying to figure out right now who's going to be their candidate up in that district. Republicans, like I said, Wimberger has uh, registered to run. But um, now that Hans is not in the picture, it'll probably be a more attractive seat for Republicans because they realize that he's such a difficult out or has been over the years that they want it, now that he's not there, maybe they got a better shot to win uh, than they would normally. That's WISPolitics.com editor J.R. Ross. You can join us each week for our conversations. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to Capital Notes on iTunes, NPR One, or wherever you get your podcasts.